Hey guys, this is Tallinn, and Sarah's there too. She's there. She won't say it, but she's there. I'm here. Uh, great. Um, before we get into the pod, I uh, did want to take a moment to address some of the things that I think are, you know, they're definitely on my mind. I'm sure, they're on Sarah's mind. Probably on your mind too. Um, there's a lot of unrest going on right now in Minnesota and across the country uh, in regards to the protests uh, in response to the police murder of George Floyd. And, you know, his name is one of a lot of names that, uh, you know, these protests are in the name of. And I think there's a lot of people who may be feeling a little hopeless, don't really know what they can do. Um, so we just wanted to point you out to at least one resource and we'll post more uh, probably in the coming weeks. But uh, right now I wanted to talk about the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Um, if you go to their website, minnesotafreedomfund.org, you can donate. What they're doing right now is raising funds to pay criminal bails uh, to protesters who are, are being arrested right now for, you know, I think what qualifies as a the right kind of trouble that they are getting into right now. So um, that is definitely a resource I wanted to highlight. Um, I'll just speak to my personal feelings right now. It's definitely been a, a heavy week. And I think it would be uh, disingenuous to do this show without, you know, trying to acknowledge that, you know. So that's that's mainly where we're coming from. Um, I'm really excited to do this podcast right now. It's a really great little way of it's it's my own self-care. It's fun to just laugh at <laughs> some of the funny things happening on the, on misconnections right now it, it, it's a weird time to even be for that to be a thing but you know thank god it still is so, <laughs> um do go and donate at minnesotafreedomfund.org i'll post that information in the show notes on the podcast and there may be some information on other organizations that could use the money right now as well uh I don't know if we have any listeners in Minnesota, but if we do, we're with you. We hear you. Anyone who's struggling right now, uh, especially our black listeners, like, I, we feel you. And, you know, I'm proud of all the people who are using their voices right now. And with that being said, let's just fuck off about the internet now. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. My name is Sarah. And my name is Tallinn. Hi. Hey. hey. How's it going? Hey. <laughs> it's, been, it's, it's been better. Yeah. Um, but I'm so glad to be here. How's it going with you? Uh, agreed. It's been better. Um, what a time to be stuck in our houses, just seething in anger. Uh, of all the 
yeah, there's never a good time for this kind of thing, but of all the times, I think it's just, we're all in a pressure cooker. We're all in a very physical, literal pressure cooker right now, and so, you know, that that Instant Pot is ready to unload. She's ready to bust. She's ready. Uh, welcome to Craig's Essential Crisis. It is a deep dive through the misconnection section of... America's favorite list and a deeper dive into ourselves. If you don't know, the misconnection section of Craigslist is like a place for personal ads that uh, writers of said ads didn't get a chance to, to to act on these chance encounters they were having, so they post here in the hopes of connecting. And in the age of COVID, in the age of people really needing to keep their distance from each other, people are still trying to do not that. Yep. And it gives us a lot of content, so <laughs> here we are. Um, so, so thanks to those real renegades who, yeah, who just still think that they need to meet up. True American heroes. Um, <laughs> but before we get too deep into that dive, um, can I share a quick work story, real quick? I would love to hear a quick work story. Yes. So uh, I'm. We're both working from home. Um, I work just had a staff meeting this week. And that is just a Zoom call with a lot of people on it. Uh, our uh, the I work at a children's theater, and our managing director and f- one of our founders um, leads these meetings and likes to introduce everybody. And uh, you know, she's a little older. She's uh, older. I don't I don't know exactly how old. <laughs> just roasting her right off just... the bat, Talon. <laughs> I mean, she's old enough that I don't fear her ever hearing this. So. <laughs> we do. Our target audience is only <laughs> cool young folk. Just. Yeah, yeah. I checked the stats, and she's definitely not listening. <laughs> um, anyway, so she's introducing people, and she's introducing um, one of us, our marketing director. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, our former marketing director, um, who is now... Uh, doesn't matter what his title is. It's different, okay? <laughs> the point is, she's introducing him. She was just—we were just hearing from the person who uh, she called her, her called his right hand man. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she goes on to introduce him, uh, Nick, my coworker, and and she's saying, uh, we just heard from you know, just heard from his right hand man, and uh, uh, Nick, we we're interested in hearing what you've been doing with all the the, you know guest services relations and stuff uh what have you been doing with your right hand (laughs) and um it was so folksy and cute and charming how she said it and everyone was on mute but i just liked i could see a wave of about 20 people either laughing or trying really hard not to laugh at what she just said and uh i mean he had such a poker face about it played it off like a champ (laughs) We've been laughing about that since it happened in uh, in private group chats and things like that. So, I don't know. It felt like a story I should share. I do enjoy that. And also, you know, you are a children's theater. You are teaching children how to act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, rule number one, don't break when somebody makes a vague reference to masturbation. Don't do it. Uh, you just you just can't. That is rule number one. If you did that in a show, <laughs> parents would be mad. The show would never go on. The show would no. end immediately. It is okay to make references to masturbation, but you can't acknowledge it. Exactly, exactly. Got to be stone cold about it. Um, I have a non-masturbation related work story that I could tell. Oh, okay. So this is my last week in customer service. Woo! Woo! Um, And I was really hoping for a good way to go out. Like, I've had some weird experiences on the phone, and I was like, come on, universe, you got to top 
top whatever you've given me already. <laughs> Please okay. top me, universe. <laughs> <laughs> And um, so I did get the wonderful gift of uh, getting a call a couple days ago. um, And the person was very obviously on speakerphone. We can tell when you're on speakerphone. Uh, They were Mm -hmm. very obviously on speakerphone. And somebody is it because they start talking like this? They just sound like they're 400 miles away from the phone. Uh, Ah, yeah. I have a question (laughs) about your product. It's great. It's really, I do love hearing all of the ambient noise in the world. So it's, it's really a plus for me. But, um, so this person was obviously on speakerphone and they had a roommate that was talking in the background. Luckily, I'm pretty good at shutting out that kind of thing. So I was really focused. Uh, but there was a lull in the conversation where I was looking up her order number. Uh, and it just so happened that during this exact lull, the person who I think was her roommate speaking in the background went, yeah, and we all had diarrhea for the next couple of days. Oh my god! <laughs> and it took it took everything, all of my training, oh both my improv, comedy, theater, customer service, all of my training, not to laugh in that moment because it was so unabashed and candid. And when we got back on the line, it was very obvious that the person whom I was talking to knew that I had heard that and neither of us acknowledged it. We just both kind of, there's a certain tone that enters the voice, you know? Um, So yeah, that was my work highlight this week. That's pretty great. Going out with a bang and by a bang, I mean explosive diarrhea. Explosive. Uh, They don't teach you in acting school how to not laugh at shit like that. And I'm really glad they don't because it's really delightful when you do. (laughs) At the acting school I went to. You know, know, all the acting school I've taken. All of the acting schools I've been to. Uh, Well, let's get right to it. Uh, The other thing we do on the show is uh, Sarah and I peruse the misconnections and cherry pick the best ones. And then send them to each other to cold read live on the pod. Could use some cold reading. It's very warm out, you know? Wink. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, it's going to get better than that, folks. I guarantee you. Uh, we do. We provide a classy show, and uh, <laughs> you should set your expectations high. Don't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of that. It's going to get better. Uh, all right. I am preparing. Do you have one ready, or do you want to? Yeah. No, start? I got one oh, ready. Cool. Great, great, great. Coming at you it. fast and hot. Oh, I think I saw this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Mike E. Portland. Mike, I asked you to make a man-sized leather harness to attach to my leash. You never responded. Hope you're okay. Haven't stopped thinking about you since 2006. If you know who this is, tell me what color chinos I was wearing in 2009. Guy who loved your moccasins. Just a question. How long does it take to make a man-sized leather harness? Well, yeah. I mean, I would think less than a year, but I guess based on this, I mean, if you're not reaching out, if you ask someone to do something for you in 2006... Mm Mm-hmm. And, and you see their chinos in 2009. That's at least a three-year timeline we're looking at. That at least. And then it's 2020 now. So, I mean, what percentage... What, what's, that's what we got to figure out here. What is the percentage of time you're willing to wait for a thing? For a, well, uh, not just anything for a man-sized leather harness. Right. I mean, I'm trying to apply this logic. Like, if I, if I pay someone some, for something and I want them to make me something... Like, if I bought something on Etsy... If I'm expecting it in, like, at least a month, you know, the amount of time I'm going to wait before I say anything about it after that month has passed is maybe, like, another 
week or two. I think it really depends on the commodity here. Like, I think you need to give a little context to that because you could not Mm. just ask anyone for a man-sized leather harness unless you have absolute balls of steel. Like, society has told you that a man-sized leather harness is not an acceptable thing to just ask for a Fred Meyer. So it's something that that maybe you would be willing to wait a little bit more time for because it's it's like the Ark of the Covenant. It's a treasure. Maybe. Is it even something that needs to be, like, custom made? I mean, they fasten yeah. and they tighten, right? I mean, I feel like they are kind of one size fits all, no? I don't know much don't about man size leather harnesses. I think that they're, they're, you know, there's lots of different sizes of people. <laughs> so you I mean, need lots of different sizes of leather yeah. harnesses. Here's my other question. Are you getting this leather that does open up? Are you getting this leather harness for one person? Or are you hoping this is a one size fits all leather harness? That's a different Or is mm-hmm. this a man-sized leather harness that can fit two people? Like a fun buddy harness situation? Is that a thing? Is it a harness for yourself? Oh, that would make more sense. See, I'm thinking... <laughs> well, you were thinking what? <laughs> I was thinking they were wearing, buying the harness to put on someone else. Mm. Just because I was thinking in dog terms. You know, like a dog can't <laughs> buy its own harness. You know what I'm saying here? I was sure. confused. But well, if I don't have... know what the rules are with man harnesses. Maybe you do have to have a man buy you a man harness. Uh, it's like a pack of tarot cards. You're not allowed to buy your own first deck. You right. have to have somebody else gift you your first deck. Yeah, exactly. You must Same be gifted thing. your first leather harness or else you will be cursed. It would be weird to buy your own harness to put on yourself, you know? Would it? I don't know. You could be like, I come with a harness. Isn't that a plus? Like Barbie comes with her plastic shoes and her change of outfit you come with a leather harness oh man why don't they make a ken that comes with a leather harness b-y-o-l-h bring your own leather harness yeah (laughs) that is also a good question why there isn't a leather baby ken (laughs) (laughs) i do uh need to make more of a habit of making sure before any party i go to asking if the leather harnesses will be provided or if i need to bring my own i think in these current climates you would need to bring your own leather harness. It's much that's like true, true. it's too much cross contamination. Right, right, right. You don't want you don't want anyone else's leather harness touching your skin right now. Okay, that's fair. How long does it take to make a leather harness? Listen, I got a <laughs> Spider-Man cosplay outfit, you know, custom made for me pretty dang quickly. Uh, I guess leather would be harder to work with, but I mean, sure. You make one harness, you've made them all, I guess, right? No. Also, I just, I like that this guy was like, I have a leash. I need something to attach to it. They, (laughs) like, they bought the leash preemptively. And then as though they had no other choice but to get the leather harness now that they had a leash. Maybe they had a dog and they had to give it up because they had an allergy to dogs. And they were like, well, what am I going to do with this leash? I guess I'm going to get into some kink. I guess, uh, you know, you know what? It's a great leash. That is... It, it, I, why give up a great leash? Yeah. Those things, no, no one's going to want to use one, you know? It's already broken in. Also, do chinos come in multiple colors? Because uh, this, this requested, if this, if you know who this is, tell me what color chinos I was wearing 11 years ago. Yeah. Three years after the, the I asked you for a harness. Um, yeah, I guess they must say. I mean, I guess there's like mocha chinos... Cappuccinos. Stop. Frappuccinos. I thought you said this was going to get better, and it's only getting worse. (laughs) 
I hope that Starbuck herself kills you for that joke. <laughs> oh, she rises. She rises from the sea with her two tails. She says, Talon, that was terrible. And then drags you under a foamy sea of espresso. Death by Mermaid seems awful, honestly. Oh. It doesn't, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to go the other direction. I don't know. Everyone no, looks no. pretty chilled when it happens. You're in like a mesmerized <laughs> state, right? I mean, depending on what your mermaid lore is, you know? You look at Pirates of the Caribbean 4 and uh, yeah, it starts pretty nice. But uh, rapidly turns very bad, and you are very aware of how bad it is, I think. If you're getting your mermaid lore from Pirates of the Caribbean 4, I think you have bigger problems. I'm not saying that's my exclusive (laughs) source of mermaid lore, but uh, I don't know. It's a recent one. (laughs) Recent? That movie came out in, like, 2013, didn't it? (laughs) Okay. I'm pretty sure it was at least... I'm pretty sure it was at least 2015. Okay, okay. Well, any anyways, chinos. Who what knew? a weird specific request though. I like yeah. Tell me what pants I was wearing 11 years ago. Yeah, also There must have been some fucking crazy color that has never existed. The wildest chinos man can achieve. There must have been see-through chinos. Oh. Transparent that's chinos. Yeah. <laughs> Made with spider silk. Ooh, that's classy. I like that. Yeah. I was lying in the sun yesterday, and I was a little drunk, and <laughs> I stood up, and there was a huge spider on my titty, and to be perfectly fair, I just went, oh, and slapped it off. It, I oh. felt very calm in the moment. Wow. Thanks. You just brought up spider silk, so it made me think of that spider that touched me. That's the most <laughs> I've been touched this oh. entire time. Quarantine doll it. Hey, listen, I think people are getting a little extra lonely. <laughs> it was almost as, a thrill. It was almost ex- a thrill. <laughs> I send you uh, exhibit B of people's loneliness for you to read on there. Right okay. <clears throat> DC Veg Postmate with Bleached Hair. I was mid-watching Portrait of a Lady on Fire and reconsidering my sexuality when you happened upon my doorstep bearing a vegan Cajun po'boy. You had long bleached hair, longer than my own. I said thanks from a a crack in the door. You said you're welcome whilst not looking back. You know, (laughs) I'm all for dabbling in lesbianism. But I hate veganism. <laughs> but I hate vegan po'boys. <laughs> Go on, though. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I just, I think it's funny that this person is like, I haven't watched this movie, but I, I can't imagine if it would like to live in the tradition of mainstream, non-hetero romance it probably doesn't end very well i'm just gonna take a wild guess and say it probably doesn't end very well i mean she's on fire it's not starting very well for her it's not they just every time that's why she didn't want to get a portrait painted so bad is because every time they could this they wanted they lit her on fire could this wait i'm literally on fire can i do my (laughs) portrait a different day no i I am midst a terrible fate Amidst. Yes. Mm, I do have a problem with the phrase vegan p- 
Coboy. Tell me about it. Read read me for filth. I want to hear I it. I just think, listen, I have no problem with vegan food. I've had, I had a vegan cookie today. Whoa, right? you're so accepting. Do you have I'm vegan so, friends? I do. You know what? Some of my best friends are vegan. Um, <laughs> but, like, I do think we're sometimes, with vegan food, kidding ourselves a little bit too hard. Like, okay, there's never going to be a good vegan bacon. There's just not, you know? There's just not. And I think we need to find other things. Like, get, put some crunchy tempeh on there and, and make it real salty. And that will do for that experience. But to slap the word vegan next to bacon is like, mm, it's not it's not bacon. It's not. Yeah. I think and we I, have to let, yeah. in order to let vegan food shine, we do have to let go of our attachment to calling right. things vegan blank and just give them a completely new name. It's kind of the same thing with, like, I don't know, uh, uh, representation in, in stories, you know? I, I don't want, like, I don't necessarily want black Superman. Mm. I want a black hero that's as cool as Superman, you know? Same thing. Don't just slap vegan in front of it. Just make a good vegan thing that is equivalent to bacon without trying to be bacon. Um, or a po' boy. I don't know that. Our sh- the city and Nola would care for a vegan bubble. <laughs> I would like to number one acknowledge that what you said was a good point. I've never thought about that. That's a good idea. Uh-huh. And number two, uh, do po'boys are those shrimp based? Is that what a because po- I don't like seafood, so I would not eat a po'boy. And I think that's why is because they they're shrimp based, right? They don't have to be. I think the most common version of a po'boy usually is catfish, but. Mm. Um, you know, they have them and they I they got them in all flavors. They got chicken, they got shrimp, they got ham, you know, they the po boy isn't about the meat that's on it necessarily. Mm. But there's normally meat on it. I don't see think now you're kind of many... fighting your own point. You could well, have a vegan there's, po-boy. It's not about the specific meat, but there usually is meat. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't know what a vegan Cajun po boy like a carrot, like with Cajun seasoning. <laughs> nah, it's probably like, yeah, it's probably like temp based slices or something, you know? It's bread and lettuce and tomato, I guess. Uh, I was just I was just horrifically imagining like soy cut in the shape of a shrimp on <laughs> a piece of bread, which is why I was God. so with you on this. But now that you're saying that it's just any meat, what holds a po- what makes a po' boy a po' boy then, I guess? Uh I think there's something to be said about quality. Like you can't make it too Good. Fancy. It has to be a little sloppy. <laughs> I think it has to be a little sloppy. Honestly, uh, we went. Elaine and I went to a Cajun food cart really nearby, and mm. um, they we they had po' boys, and we got one, and we got a chicken one, and it was good. It was pretty good. Um, but my concern was that literally it was going to be like too clean, <laughs> like like because <laughs> when we had them in Nola, um, you know, the best place that made them was actually like it was a, basically a Seven Eleven, like it was a little convenience store where people were buying. Uh, laundry detergent and toothbrushes and in the back they had a deli and love it they made po' boys and so the first one I had authentic from New Orleans was something that my dad had been walking around with at the bottom of his backpack and was a little bit squished and a little Mm. greasy and partially eaten and it was amazing (laughs) it was the best sandwich something to be said maybe it was maybe it was the seasoning from sitting in your dad's backpack my dad does carry a lot of really good seasoning, just loose, <laughs> loose seasoning in his bag. You never know when you're just going to need a pinch of loose seasoning. 
from the bottom of a backpack. I can't even imagine. That would be so stressful. I just imagined him unzipping it and like a puff of things coming out. Yeah. Just stressful. That just stressed me out when you said that. (laughs) You know how like you go to the beach and like you just end up with sand in your bag? It was like that, you know? But it's a thick layer of seasonings. He just shakes his bag above your food. Horrifying. Oh, yeah. That's that's authentic. That's Cajun style. That's Nola. Uh, speaking of horrifying, uh, I have another uh, misconnection for you. Just sent it over to you. All right, here we go. Grocery outlet Hollywood. You removed mask after returning cart. You are the most deliciously curved brunette ever to have showed herself to these very schooled and specifically interested eyes. I was the guy pretending to have some reason to be standing next to his car, waiting only for your rerun trip from the cart you took back to the storefront. I toyed with the idea you did it to show yourself to me. You certainly are aware of your allure. I do wish I had paid attention to your car or something other I could identify you with, other than your movement, your shape, your very aware eyes, and any possible nuance suggesting I had reason to risk being forward. I found none, and I don't mind looking foolish. I was the stumbling guy. Mmm, gross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Not that I'm being judgmental. No, it's okay. We we rarely get judgmental on this show, but sometimes people need some gentle reminders that, like, maybe this was a woman just trying to exist. Yeah, you know, I don't think she was returning her cart for you. Yeah, I think she was just trying not to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. God, the way this is written is very it's, milady. It's, yeah, it's very much like... Yeah, 18th century gentleman. I imagined him with a ruff around his neck. I think you did a good job of encapsulating the voice I was imagining. <laughs> it was a little freaky. It was a little mind meldy, to be honest. Good, good. Yeah, no, it's definitely that voice. I couldn't read it any. Let me try. You are the most. No, I can't. I physically can't. can't. It can't be done. It's impossible. Curved brunette. You know, you call people curvy. I've never heard anyone call someone <laughs> curved. It does make her sound like a sports car. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> God, ever to have showed, showed, not even shown, I think shown would be, is showed correct? Showed is, I don't think it's, sounds a little like chowed the more I say it, I'm not in <laughs> Maybe that's what he it. was going for, oink. <laughs> uh, ever to have showed herself to these very schooled and specifically interested eyes. Are they That's saying schooled? Schooled in the, the ways of the beautifully curved I've woman? seen many a curved lass, but never have I been more specifically interested. <laughs> <laughs> With these schooled eyes. Oh, yes. This could truly be rearranged into like a, an 18th century poem. I'm not even... This is, this is some good... This guy's fucking... Stepped out of a time machine. This guy might be a vampire trying to, like... Oh. Yeah, exist in 2020. You know? No, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously I know he was, like, waiting by a car so he's outside, but I don't know the vampire rules. Maybe the sun thing's all bullshit. Maybe you just sparkle, like, in Twilight. I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that uh, I did appreciate 
Um, and by appreciate, I mean really hated the line, you're certainly aware of your allure. Which, to be honest, the only time I think it's acceptable to assume that is if somebody's wearing a t-shirt that, like, in rhinestone says, I know I'm hot as fuck. <laughs> right. Right. That's a, um, yeah. Or maybe sweatpants that say juicy. I don't know. No, because that just means you know you're juicy. Or ah. it means you wish you were Paris Hilton. <laughs> uh, did you say per- Paris or Perez? Perez? Oh, get out of here. We don't talk about him on this show. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Paris, Paris Hilton. She practically made Juicy Couture. Did she? I guess so. I don't I know. Mean, it's been a while. Yeah, she I would say that she is one of the main the main pillars of Juicy Couture. Couture? Oh. Couture. 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 I am not learned. I am not schooled like this. You're not schooled. Uh, I am unschooled. Elaine and I I feel like are some of the only people on the planet to have glimpsed Paris Hilton recently because she appears sometimes sporadically on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because she's one of the friends. She's one of the housewives' friends. Oh, uh, I thought you I meant think, in real life, and I got very excited. I think if I saw Paris Hilton in real life, I probably wouldn't even know. I would be very excited, and I think you would know. Maybe. I mean, rich people, people who have been rich their entire lives, I feel like probably have some sort of horrifying aura about them. Oh, definitely. That's true. Yes. So I think you would, I think you would know if you walked in the same room as Paris Hilton. I did. She actually has come up quite a bit recently in one of my work (laughs) happy hours. Somebody with, there was a picture of her. We were taking a trivia quiz and, uh, she was one of the questions and somebody was like, is she dead? And I was like, no, she's not. But her you dog, were thinking Tinkerbell, of that movie she was in. You were also thinking of Tinkerbell, her dog, who is dead. <laughs> and Ooh. are you talking about House of Wax? I was talking about House of Wax, yeah. <laughs> what a movie. Is she dead? No, but her career is. <laughs> hey, ding, 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 ding. Don't worry about it. She doesn't What's need a she career. She's just rich for a living. I don't know. I think I would like for her to be in more movies. Or can HBO Max like pick up a second or fourth, whatever season of... Uh, the Simple Life, can they just bring that back? Nicole Richie got into acting, you know, she's been doing things. She's been living. Yeah, she was in a show with Tina Fey. If you if you haven't made it by doing that, what can you do to make it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, like, I'm gonna, here's a wild prediction. Okay, um, I'm gonna say the year 20, I'm gonna say 2031. Oh. Acting Oscar for Nicole Richie. Oh, that's bold. I'll take you up on that. How much are we doing here? I'll I'll bet fifty dollars. Okay. I'll I see you in twenty thirty one. I think in twenty thirty one we need to yeah, we'll settle this. All right. Meet you then. Spit on it. <laughs> okay. Well this is gonna be weird over Zoom. Do I have to spit on my hand? Yes. Did you hear my very realistic spitting sound? Okay. Patui. Eh, Patui, you're so dainty. I'm pretty dainty and schooled. You are. Uh, do you have another one for me to read? Nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do. Uh, that was a really funny joke. Tom. Oh, God. You should have seen your face. You should have seen your face. Nope. Okay. Here we go. Sending it your way now. And prepare to be. As Hilton would say, that's hot. That's hot. Did she, did she try and trademark that? Did she succeed or did she fail? I think this was before the time people were trying to trademark things. Like, Kylie Jenner is kind of the main celebrity to have done that. What did she trademark? She tried to trademark the name Kylie, 
But then Kylie Minogue was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Also, I feel like you just can't trademark a name. That's not, like, fair. That's not hot. That's not hot. Okay. Oh, this one looks hot, though. All right. Costco. This morning at Costco during senior hour, you were behind me. Tall woman, maybe late 60s, early 70s. Man, you had a great set of tits with those nipples poking out the way they do. Love to have a private senior hour with you sometime. Wow. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think I I am less shocked that, like, we're not here to say that old people should not be horny. Oh, they absolutely are hornier than anyone else. Yeah, you got not a lot to do. I get it. But I am surprised that somebody of this age range would post on Craigslist. <laughs> now you know? I'm actually second thinking if uh, if uh, my work owner will re- listen to this podcast or not. <laughs> with them great tits with the nipples poking out the way they do? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. No, no. I didn't. I'm just rereading the message. Bad Sarah. Bad. I'm not. Hey, don't get the bottle out, please. <laughs> the no-no can? Yeah, the no. Yeah, don't shake the no-no can at me, please. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I read this and I was surprised. I was surprised by just how vulgar it got midway through. Um, it did, with those nipples poking out the way they do. I don't know. I would say that all nipples poke out differently. I would not say there is one way a nipple pokes out. Yeah, no, I think he's specifically referring to this person's nipples poking out the way they do, like only the way they do, not the way nipples do. I think the way these specific nipples do. Does that make they, sense? I guess so. Those nipples yeah, poking out fair. the way your specific nipples do. I mean, it's your not as sexy of a sentence. But. It's, yes, it's much sexier to just say with those nipples poking out the way they do. I just, it makes, it makes me feel like he's very familiar with these nipples. But uh-huh. how familiar can you be with a pair of nipples that you just met at Costco? Not not extremely, I would imagine. Though. I don't think you should be that familiar with a pair of nipples you just met at Costco. Unless you are Costco's like certified nipple specialist, or you're handing out free samples of oh. nipple cream. Yeah, that is right next to their eyeglasses section. Right. Their eye, eye care center is the nipple center. The, yeah, nip, nipple care specialist. Yeah, that's what NCS, that's why... People are talking about the NCS, nipple care specialists. Yeah. You know, that's why uh, That's why I go to Costco. That's why I got that membership, you know? To get your nipples inspected? I just I just needed to know. I just needed to be... It's more of a preventative preventative nipple care, but, uh, mm. you know, I just don't want them to... You know, you always hear that that saying, if you, you, you don't use it, you lose it, you know? And I just... I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid of them, like, falling off. Oh, um, God. God. What would you do if you woke up and you just no longer had nipples? I well, I feel like my daily life wouldn't be that affected. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever try and get like some sort of replacement nipples or or I feel like I would get some cool tattoos of nipples. <laughs> of nipples. I could also suddenly probably walk around without my shirt on, which would be cool. I think you could cuz the police would be like, "Hey, you can't Oh. What? No nipples, no problem. I get carry on. As you were. Tricked him. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Gotcha. Oh, man, yeah. Those nipples poking out the way they do. The way Listen, they do. I hope these two find each other. I hope they just absolutely just Stop. have a great night. Okay. And a great life. 
They would love to have a private senior hour. Private I thought that hour. was pretty smooth. That is a pretty good line. That is a pretty <laughs> good line for this situation. Honestly, yeah. I'm impressed by... I could take some lessons from, from this writer. Please do. Well, you know what you got to do to catch him? You got to go out there with some prosthetic nipples okay. that really poke out. Well, let's design the perfect nipples. The cu- <laughs> what, what do we think they look like? Please stop. How much do they poke out? Do they I'm look like here. baby pacifiers? Do they look smaller, bigger, po- pokier? I think to a baby, baby pacifier nipples would be perfect. No one, no one has nipples like that, though, right? I don't know, Talon. How many nipples have you seen? I mean, I just feel like those are weird shape. You know, they're just they're just like very. They're out there, you know? We're not here to body shame anyone. So if you've got baby pacifier-shaped <laughs> no. nipples, please know that this is not a judgment upon your, I, your nipples. Or it your is body. more of a curiosity. I just uh, I just, have, I just, don't think that those are modeled after real nipples, but I don't know. I think you could be wrong. Okay. You know what? I could be wrong. I accept that. You're no, you're no NCS. I'm no NCS. I'm no nipple care specialist. Uh, do you got an, another one for me? Oh, you bet I do. Please. Mm, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Click-a-tat fish trip lady, 98. Sela. Sela? 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 Sela. Whatever. Uh, 1998, I start to look at parts for sale. I'm not sure what kind. There I met a special lady, and we went on a click-a-tat fishing trip. We had such a good trip, and a few days later you came to my house in Mabton and delivered a gift of a decorative paddle that said, Fishy Stories Told Here. In parentheses, some true. And it has been hanging in that same spot ever since. Are you that lady? I have always been bad with names, but pray that the Lord will help our paths cross again. Thank you so much, no matter what. Yours in Christ, Don. What a multifaceted misconnection. Wow, this has so much. This is great. (laughs) It's a special kind of lady that comes and delivers a decorative paddle to you after your amazing fishing trip on the click-a-tat. Yeah, oh my god. This is such like a... If I saw this as like a prop in a movie, I'd be like, that's too much. Like that, come <laughs> on. What is this paddle? Love doesn't exist like that. What are nah. you saying? Click a tap fish triplet. Yeah. What, 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 uh, what, you have to be madly in love with a person to do this, to bring them something like this. Yeah, it's very sweet. They were just at some store. They saw a decorative paddle and they, they thought. They thought of, the, of Dawn. They thought of Don, who is ours in Christ. Who, yeah, who very sneakily slipped in a lot of Jesus talk right near the end of this one. A little, yeah, you know, as you can't be uh, overt with it. Subtle no. Christianity works best. And you know Jesus was a you. fisherman. Jesus absolutely was a <laughs> at-the-dock-by-dawn kind of guy, you know? He was. He walked on water. He cast some nets. If you could walk on water, it'd be a pretty good edge for fishing, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's true. You could just punt the fish right out of the water. <laughs> he was always saying that, you know, teach a man to fish shit. That's because he's really good at fishing and knows. Is that? <laughs> I don't think Jesus is the one who said that. Jesus was like, listen, br- buddy, 
I can definitely like get you a fish and like you would be fine for now. <laughs> or I could teach you how to fish and you'd be fine for life. I don't think that was Jesus. That I'm said pretty that. sure that's um that's Genesis. That's um I think that's Genesis one one. I think that's the start of the Bible. Well, obviously you didn't go to Catholic school because Jesus isn't even in Genesis, so <laughs> You got me. I did not go to Catholic gotcha. school. Gotcha. You're going to hell. I go into hell. I mean, I knew I would, but it's it's nice to know for sure. It is. It little certainty in this day and age is nothing to pish posh at. Hey, listen, eternal damnation sounds a lot better than just a hole in the ground. I'll take it. <laughs> Let's party. Let's party. Uh, yeah, this guy in true fisherman, he he really put out the bait, which was the saucy relationship between him and this fishing woman. Closed it out with Christ. That was him reeling us in. God, yeah. And he got us good. He got us. 1998 is when this they crossed paths. Can you? So that that's yeah, we 22 thinking, years ago. We were thinking Chino's guy was going for a long shot. This guy still hasn't given up hope from 98. Yeah. How old were you? Because I was, you know, seven. I was I'm four years to, old in I'm trying to think. <laughs> Is there anyone I I, uh, I can even remember from when I was seven who I might now try and reconnect with? Like, I don't have a single memory from when I was four. <laughs> when did you start having memories? I <laughs> I don't know. I still don't have very many memories. My brain is like <laughs> full of fucking Swiss cheese. What's, I have no idea. What's your earliest memory? I mean... Oh, boy. I vaguely remember we moved houses when I was, like, two bordering on three. Mm. And I can't remember if it's a – I don't know if it's a false memory or not, but I do vaguely remember turning around in my car seat and watching the old house through the back window of our car. Ooh. Was that, like, sad? (laughs) No, I don't think I had feelings about it. I was a baby. Well, I just know that, you know, (laughs) uh, unpleasant or, like, negative emotions can definitely make you remember things better than happy emotions, so – it was probably a stressful time for my family. Knowing knowing how my family unit is under stress, we don't function well. <laughs> so I, I could imagine it wasn't a completely positive experience. But uh, sure, sure. But I don't remember it being negative. I just remember looking out the back window. All right. Yeah, I never know. I feel like I do have a specific earliest memory, but I can't. I know that like this is also a moment that exists on like a, a tape. So I'm like, mm. do I just remember seeing the tape, or do I actually remember this? thing the classic conundrum right right isn't it fucking crazy that our brains can just make shit up and be like no that was real that happened to you yeah no it's crazy yeah it's super crazy and it just gets rid of stuff it doesn't care about Mm Hmm. and i tend to not care about a lot of things that i wish i did (laughs) Uh, i'm just so apathetic i can't (laughs) you know me just dripping in apathy anyway 1998 that's a deep that's a pull you know that's a that deep is, dive into the misconnection section. That is a deep dive into America's favorite list. I'm trying to, like, even, like, if I can imagine, like, someone who I cross paths with. I'm saying, like, a lot right now. And I think it's because I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives and <laughs> The Bachelor Presents Listen to Your Heart. And I apologize. Mm. Uh, but I'm imagining if there's someone I cross paths with, like, this year. Mm-hmm. Who twenty two years later I might want to try and, and and you know reach out to. It must have been an incredible fishing trip, is all I've got to say. Yeah, it must have been. I mean, to earn that paddle, you know, that's like you earned it. There's only a couple ways to earn a paddle in this world. 
going on a fishing trip with a mysterious lady, joining a fraternity. Those are the two options you have. Those are it. If you want to get paddling. Do you have a, uh, another misconnection for me? I do. I do have another one for you. Okay. I mean, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I don't think you are. Oh, okay. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Sexy men wear masks. Chucks, East Vancouver. You blonde gal who said sexy men wear masks across the parking lot to me. Caught me off guard wishing I went over to talk to you. Would like to talk more. What kind of car were you driving? This seems like a trick question. Why do you want to know what kind of car I was driving, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, correct me if I'm wrong, seems like this guy wasn't wearing a mask and that's why that was said at him. <laughs> um. Oh. I mean, that's how I interpret it. And so I oh. immediately then interpret the rest of that as this guy being called out and him being like, hmm, she's cute. I should go talk to her. <laughs> uh, I mean, I do. If that was the intent, I mean, good try. But it was like that's like that that approach that people do, like when save the boobies was a real thing. S- save the boobies. Do you not was this not a thing not in California? Save the boobies was like this big movement and people had shirts that said it and wristbands that said it and it was like it like raised funds for breast cancer research. That makes sense. But like the inherently fucked up part of it was that like it was all about like if it's not sexy, it's not worth saving essentially. And uh-huh. like save the booby no, like save the person attached to the boobies. Nope. You know, I only this- care for sexy diseases. <laughs> Uh, in fact, remove the person. Leave the breasts. <laughs> I don't care what you do with the rest of them, but save the boobies. Like, that's very much what this feels like, is like, why do things always have to be sexy to be saved? It's like, the fa- don't get me on a roller. I'm about to go on a roller, Talon. This oh, is don't do fault. it. Don't do it. I physically can't this stop is, you. This is like, it's like the fat positivity movement. Oh, here we for go. For a long time was very much like, a lot of people being like, oh, I'm still sexy. And it's like, yeah, can't I be like not sexy and not attractive and still be worth something? Do right. I not have intrinsic value beyond my sexiness? Right. Anyways. Yes. I see. What, yeah, no, I totally uh, see what you're saying. It's weird. It's it's weird. It is. It is fun on a surface level to be like, yeah, that's like mm, sexy. Like, that's good and positive. But also on another on a deeper level, it's like. Why do we have to be sexy in order to be valued? Anyone. Yeah. Not just not just fat people. Not Doesn't just doesn't quite get to people. the root of the problem there, you know. Exactly. It's like putting a it's like slapping a band-aid on a crack in the Hoover Dam. <laughs> if the Hoover Dam was filled with hatred. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, da- sexy dams wear band-aids. And that dam would be like, oh, well, I guess I should wear a band-aid. I'm pretty sexy. I guess I'm sexy. Would you have sex with the Hoover Dam? Um, I don't think the question is whether or not I would have sex with it. It's how, how many times? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, Tom was so ashamed of that. He had to duck out of the video chat. For My throat second. closed up to try and prevent me from speaking is what happened I, there. Your body was like, let me save you. And you were like, no, no, I thought, uh, no, I know better. <laughs> I can, you know, you know, that's the problem with this podcast is, uh, 
We don't think about what we're going to say so much. We do a lot of improv <laughs> on the show. Um, we do have writers, and they do a great job. Not good enough that I'll name them. But, no. um, you know, we, we do have a lot of fun on set. And uh, sometimes it leads to moments like that. that we just, you know, <laughs> it's raw. 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 Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, that was a fun episode. That was a good time. Um, I will say I have another one for you to read. Okay. Uh, do you have another one, though? For me, or, or are you tapped out? Do you... I'm. I have one that we can close on. So I'll read this Ooh. last one. Okay. We'll do our outro, and then I have a good one for the closing. Okay. And this one isn't. Uh, how do I say? Uh, how how you say? This isn't one that I think is necessarily as funny as it is very interesting, and I think you'll see why. Hey, we're a very we're a, a show of many colors. We don't always have to just be one shade of funny. We can do, we can be, we can be serious. You can be so serious. I think next time we should just do a wholly, uh, entirely serious episode and see how that works. I hate that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Diane at Trader Joe's, Southeast Cesar Chavez. Was happy to talk with you today about trying to keep my plants alive. I'm obviously bad at it. I've seen you before on my shopping visits and enjoy my, enjoy your energy. COVID makes connecting difficult, but I'd love to connect more. Okay, let's address the obvious here to you and I, maybe not everyone else. Uh, I found this one interesting because I am very much someone who goes to this Trader Joe's pre-COVID multiple times a day. Do you know Diane? I have a feeling that I have at least crossed paths with Diane. Wow. And here is my vow. Uh, next time I, if I can figure out which employee Diane is, I am going to let them know about this. Yes. And I will tell them. love it. I'll say, uh, I'm on Craigslist a lot. I do a little podcast and I read this one and I thought I'm here all the time and you, I don't know if you have seen this, but here it is. And you know what? We were going to chronicle what happens here. Okay. I would love that. And also just look for the person with the green thumb. They're good at bringing plants to life. That's what it says. They're good at bringing plants to life. So look for the person with the green thumb. We haven't really talked about this, but I feel like it's a, it's your civic duty to, if you read a misconnection about someone who you would be able to come in contact with, you have to deliver that because there's a chance they won't see it otherwise. Right. I'll agree with you to a certain extent. I think if it was one that was really creepy, sure. like one that was like your tits look good in your Trader Joe's Hawaiian right, shirt, right, 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 right. I wouldn't. But if it's a relatively harmless one, yes. Yes. And I would say this qualifies as relatively harmless. Yeah. I would agree. I would 100% agree with that. Uh, you just you just want to be invited to their wedding. <laughs> you just want to be a part of their meet cute. That's what this is really about. If you know anything about me, know this. I love a good wedding. And just can't wait to be involved in one someday. Just get me involved. Just get me in your wedding. I'll <laughs> I'll hold I'll be a flower girl. That's fine. You'd be great at that. I would be great at that. I would be great at that. So listen, Diane. <laughs> Not that you're listening. Listen, whoever wrote this, you didn't leave a name or uh, some sort of thing to call you. But person who wrote this misconnection, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do <gasps> My best to try and get this to Diane. 
That's so and, exciting. Uh, You're going to have to update us at the next show. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's definitely like now it might be hard because I'd be like, I maybe would find that employee, but I wouldn't want to be like too close to them. I, I would want to be like, I found, I'd want to like hold up my phone and show them the misconnection. Um, You'll have to just blow up the font size. Yeah, yeah. What do we do? What do we do if I don't find them before this misconnection disappears from the internet? Because then they won't be able to just hit the reply button. But I guess they could post Ooh. a new post. They right? could, yeah, they could. They could post an RE. People do that People regarding. Do that. Well, I've I've screenshotted this, so I'll have it for evidence. So, thank God. Here we go. We've been craving our our serial episodic content. Well, this is it now. We're coming for you, serial. We're we, coming for you. We're coming for you. Uh, this is now a prestige podcast. Welcome aboard, the Craig's Essential Crisis Files. Speaking of being a prestige podcast uh so it's the end of the podcast we'll go ahead and remind you <laughs> yeah. uh next week we will not have a normal episode because but we are having another live show at kickstand comedies facebook page and, and twitch, twitch stream Woo. Woo. um so we are going to be on um, next Friday, that's June 5th, at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash kickstand or Pacific kickstand time. comedy for the second time, uh, or kickstand comedy, uh, their Facebook page. Uh, we are going to have some very special guests. You want to uh, tell so us what our special guests are? Yeah, yeah, they're exciting. Uh, so some very special guests uh, from an L.A. sketch team called Horse Door. They are some of my best friends in the world. Uh, that is going to be Audrey, Marcus, and Matt. Um, they are living, working people in L.A. Um, who are very cool and very talented and are riotously funny. Uh, go ahead and check out our Facebook page for um, details about that show coming up, as well as we'll be posting some of their sketches in the coming days. Um, so again, go ahead and tune in. Next week, there, there won't be a normal episode released on Thursday, but there will be this special episode um, done live in front of a quote-unquote audience yeah, on join us Friday night. It's going to be a, a great time. We'll eventually post the audio, but uh, if you have a chance to watch it, it's always more fun. I'm so excited to have all three of them on as guests. I think it might be definitely one of the upsides of this really shitty pandemic situation is that yes. uh, it's forcing us to kind of branch out a little bit. And I don't know that we would have done this, at least not right away. Um, yeah. Tried to get them on the podcast as guests if we had the ability to be, you know, in person with our guests so having to be online kind of is uh making us stretch a little bit so that's really fun and exciting yeah that works in our favor yes, uh it does. we'd also like to thank rosie sherman for playing our intro song as always go check her out on instagram at hey Shermy. um we do we have any other announcements <laughs> no other announcements um do try and give what you can to any of the many, many organizations that could use help uh, in this moment in time, whether it be specifically related to the pandemic or the situation in Minnesota. Uh, you know, you'll find links in the show notes to uh, a couple different places that could use the money if you have it to give. Uh, also, just thank you for listening to this right now. Um, if you like what you hear, consider leaving us a rating and a review in the Apple Podcasts app. Uh, it helps us a lot get found. We don't really do any advertising. And, uh, you know, if you leave us a five-star review, I will read it, whatever it says. <laughs> and I've said some weird shit. Um, yeah. And let me, I'm just going to try and encourage, make me 
make me quote some like horrible movie that you would love to just hear me not Sarah because she will not because she has standards but I don't not doing it I will I have no standards um yeah make me quote some shitty movie make me sing the lyrics to your favorite song or just speak them or if you want me to do a dramatic reading uh I've done dramatic readings of songs you know maybe something like a dramatic reading of the lyrics of Mambo Number no. Five that's just a suggestion for you. Tullin, this is about what they want, not about what you want. Um, I had to unfollow Lou Bega on Instagram the other day. Oh, <laughs> uh, what happened? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like he just posted something that just felt very, like, I don't think it was actually tone deaf, but I think with all the events happening Uh-oh. this week, I was just like, talk about something else, Lou Bega. Right, right. I don't want to hear about Lou. this. Lou. Lou. Anyway. Uh, yeah, well. do uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter for some fun bonus content. Um, yeah, if you have a misconnection story of your own, you want to send us your own personal ad, share it with us, send it to us at our email, which is craigcrypod at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-I-G-C-R-I-Pod at gmail.com. That's not going to stick. That won't work at all. Um, we'll keep trying we'll keep them out. Trying. Someday we'll get a jingle that we if like. If you play Animal Crossing, I've designed the Craigslist of Crazy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Many of my villagers are already sporting it. Get yours on our Instagram. That's just one thing you can see uh, if you follow <laughs> us on social media. And I believe you have one more for me to close off on. I do. I do. There were slim pickings this week, which is good. It means things are <laughs> slowing down. Yeah. Uh, but this one f- leaped out and socked me in the face. So Good. I'm excited. Here we go. Harley Riders. If you ride your Harley up Williams Avenue, can you please help with my laundry? Changing panties every time a Harley goes by is getting expensive. LOL. I'm Tallin Bigelow. I'm Sarah Thompson. This has been Craig's Existential Crisis. Crisis.